Episode two of the Open Door Policy Podcast. My name's Ronnie, and I'm joined by two co-hosts, Matt and Carson. Say hello, guys. How's it going, everybody? Howdy. Uh, yeah. So today uh, we are going to be kind of sticking to the same um, segments we did last week with a couple different changes here. Uh, first, we're going to do our co-host interview with Carson, get to know him a little bit better. Then we're going to transition into Matt's Trash Kingdom, where he gets to just vent and talk about the horrible things going on in his uh, sports life, whether that be fantasy football, NFL, the MLB, uh, any kind of injuries that are going on, and what is going on in his kingdom. Uh, then we're going to flip over to Carson and talk to him about his movie of the week, get into MLB playoffs after that, and then, of course, end the night with the hot athlete of the week. Uh, Carson, what movie are we watching this week? We'll find out here in a minute. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep that a secret, even though Matt and I know the answer already. You got to tease huh. it a little bit. Oh, my God. Well, let's tease a few things out of you, Carson. Let's go ahead and get started with your little interview, buddy. Yeah. So we all know how you and Matt met, uh, working back in the little sweatshop behind the warehouse and maroon you folding t-shirts along with me and a couple of our close friends. But do you remember how we met? Mm, not sure I want to tell this story, Ronnie. Oh, hey, listen, we don't have to get into specifics of what was said, but I remember exactly yes, how I, I, I do. I do. I remember exactly the story. I don't remember the exact setting. Okay, I can give you the exact setting. So uh, we explained last time we all worked together at the warehouse in Maroon U, and I was lucky enough to uh, work at Maroon U, which was our high end uh, Aggie where like menswear or really just apparel and gifts and things like that so they were at the warehouse they did more custom t-shirts um at maroon U. they did like nike and adidas uh, antigua they did a lot of those different things they had more name brands there and my roommate and one of my good friends nathan worked next door at the warehouse one of our good friends well thank you one of our good friends i'm sorry we're all still good friends with nate i actually saw him this weekend it was good i haven't seen nate in Um, a minute anyway so been a minute uh after we would finish our shifts we would all the maroonie people would have to go and meet up with the warehouse people because we had to leave and lock the doors together so i would write nathan when i drive together because we live together we usually work the same shifts and so i went over to maroonie or over to the warehouse and uh, he goes hey uh what are you doing for dinner i was like i don't know man probably you know tyson's chicken patties uh, <laughs> You know, because those are things that are great. Little oh, you know, yeah, chicken yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. They came in Incredible. spicy, too. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Are, that's the ones I always got was the spicy ones. And he's like, well, there's a new guy that started here, and uh, he wants to get dinner. I was like, who? I was like, okay, uh, who is he? He goes, his name's Carson. And I look over, and there's this six-foot-six, goofy-looking kid. He looks like the kid from <laughs> from Stuart Little if he was six-foot-six. Is that a compliment? Blonde hair, blue eyes. These rimless glasses. <laughs> we'll go with the compliment. He's like, he wants to go get dinner at Wings and More. Do you remember that? I do. I I, I do. I, I do remember Wings and More, and I, I thought it was dinner. I, I couldn't. I couldn't remember if it was. I can't remember if that was like the first day that I started, and I was just extra personable that day, or, or what though. I think. It, I think it might have been your first day. I can't remember. I should have asked Nathan when he was here on. 
Nate, um, Nate trained me. Which is ridiculous because we were there maybe two weeks before you. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't there long. Matt, We I think we started about, what, eight to ten months before you? I was going to say, we always talked about it. It was always, a, it wasn't too far in front of me, but yeah. it was, I mean, a significant it was, enough distance. Yeah, because it was long enough for us to get promoted to, uh, what was what was our position even called? I don't, I don't remember. I can't but, remember. Um, it was some nonsense title. I got keys and <laughs> was forced to work more. Uh, anyway. What I do so, remember yeah, we is, more. is the reason that we got so close. Yeah, Carson has a tendency that. to tell way too personal of stories way too fast. That is not what I was referencing. I was <laughs> I was talking about when we were watching Jurassic Park. That's the oh, that's hey, the listen, reason not... <laughs> that, that that we became such close friends. Okay, listen, here's the thing. I'm not going to throw Nathan under the bus like that without his permission. So next time this goes live, or next time I talk to him, which will probably be soon, I'm gonna ask him if we can tell that story and we will tell our listeners. Uh, next time but yes Carson and I I wasn't going to use names were, Jeez. oh well well now it's out there <laughs> now it's out there and I'll ask him and I don't think it's going to be a problem we'll, we'll definitely censor the other party's name involved um, but we'll, we'll make sure that story gets told but no we'll yeah we'll keep it within the friend group yeah we'll keep it in with the friend group that's good that's a good idea uh, but yeah it's, but yes I do I do have a tendency to open up very quickly and tell stories that are much too personal or call people certain we'll things that okay that's Chaz that's not even him <laughs> um, the 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 salami <laughs> sheet story is is all time uh <laughs> all right oh my gosh let's keep going okay so carson that's how we met um you were very friendly and open and willing to hang out with us uh right out the bat i mean you were very very uh, not not bold not bold bold's a good word you're a very bold person when it comes to building bold. friendships yeah very bold so, yeah so uh, like unlike matt though you you guys didn't move around a lot when you're younger right no, uh, I was uh, born and raised in uh, in the same town, same town as my mom, same town as my grandmother, same town as my great grandparents. I mean, it's it goes back ten generations that we're all from that same damn town. Good old Azle, Texas. If you if you've heard of it, I'm sorry. What's that stand for again? Isn't there like a what's the Azel, um, I've I always heard that uh, Azel was ass in German, but I've since asked people that speak German, and apparently I'm very wrong. So I don't know what to oh believe anymore. God. It's like that scene in Anchorman when he's talking about San Diego. <laughs> His world's been shattered. Yeah, your whole world is just a bit of a lie. Your mom's a liar to you, buddy. He's been living a lie since he was young. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. So, with that being said, I mean, your sports loyalties are probably what DFW heavy. D- DFW through and through. I got the Rangers, got the Stars, uh, Cowboys, and uh, the Rangers, uh, obviously. No, oh, Mavericks. Sorry, I said Rangers <laughs> twice because baseball's yeah. I've got baseball uh, right to the right of our screen here. I'm watching the World Series right now as we go on. Uh, have it on as well. Good man, good man. I have the race. I do not have it on. Doesn't matter. We'll update you, Carson. Er, Carson, yeah, we'll we'll get you going. You. So you. you you played a little bit of football, but your main sport was was now is Matt's hobby is golf. 
Yep, they, that was my sport in a, sport in high school. Um, played a little bit of football, but uh, I uh, consider myself a gentle giant. Um, wasn't wasn't crazy about uh, hitting people and whatnot, so I uh, was like, eh, nope, gonna gonna pass on this, and uh, decided to focus on golf. And the rest is history. So, what made you choose golf? Like you said, you're a gentle giant, but why not something like baseball or? Because I mean, you could have been a massive pitcher. True, I could have. Um, my problem: I played baseball growing up, loved it, Lo- loved baseball. Um, I was an I was an okay pitcher. I, w- I was better at like first base and stuff. Because you're long, I don't but think. Be- I have oh, bad vision and trash vision. Vision. It, yeah, it's better now. I got I got the I got the laser eye surgery, so you know we're all good now. But at the time, uh, I got to a point in uh, in little league that I didn't have the plate vision to be able in to hit a ball. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, basically, the trouble with curve, fastball, whatever it was, I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it all the way in. So I couldn't, I couldn't hit the ball, and I got frustrated and quit. You didn't want to bunt no. the whole time. <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, shit. I've I've been six six one since oh I was like God. twelve. Like I, I, I was going, I was trying to go yard every time. Well, well, it makes sense that you're good at first base. You usually want a very long, lanky guy at first base, and you're six five, six six, right? Yeah. Uh, I am six five, um, two seventy five right now. Down thirty pounds. Round of applause for for me. Little. I'm alright with that. Yeah, there we go. Uh, on myself. Over here, big slim. <laughs> well, I'm big. I'm well. I don't know if I'm slim, but big, <laughs> thick, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's that the pitcher <laughs> uh, for the Dodgers, Dustin May. He's from the area as well. He's from Hazlitt, uh, which isn't too far from either of us. He's he's six six, but he weighs a whole one hundred pounds less than you. He's a hundred and eighty pounds at the same yeah, height. Yeah, yeah. That Lanky guy is son a string bean, dude. And it's crazy. He's got this red flow going, and he's just slinging the ball. He's hit like 101 a couple times this year in the playoffs. It's crazy. Um, so what? let me ask you this too, Carson. Uh, I, I didn't ask Matt this, but what is a fun fact about you? A fun fact about Carson. Oh, you should give me a little bit of a heads up on this one. Um, fun fact about me is that while it may not appear like it, I'm weirdly good with my money. Like I, I, I'm, I managed to somehow f- f- know what I'm spending and and budget it, but I don't actually write it down. If that makes sense. Are you saying you're Rain Man? Is that why you convince people to spend theirs? <laughs> yes, I, I'm Rain Man. But but no, like I, I was I, I was able to. Um, but buy my own truck when I was tw- what was I twenty two? Yeah, you made me drive three hours then, back to DFW on like a Tuesday night, uh, so you could buy a car for my friend Nathan, and then uh, drive another three hours I back did. that same night. I don't think we got I home until like almost one or two in the morning. I had to work the next day. I did do that, and it, it was a Monday night, and, and I brought, did do that. And he brought the red rocket back to Tom or back to College Station. Lane. The Red Rocket, and uh, but it, I, I was able to to buy that. It well, I was I yeah, think I was twenty two, and uh, then I was uh, able. You had to. It was twenty three. Had to be twenty three. After you graduated, or the Christmas, the, the December. It was the it was the December it was the December of twenty seventeen. So you twenty seventeen. You had to be twenty three because I'm twenty five now. 
No, you're 26. Right. Anyways, but but then I, I was able to able to buy buy a house at at 25, which most people can't say. And it's not like I really sit down and budget. It's just kind of a I'm able to keep track of yep. shit in my head. I will say one of my favorite things about you when we first met is that you would your your parents paid for uh, a few things, uh, including gas and groceries. And one of my favorite <laughs> things is when you would go grocery shopping. And this is why we picked you to do the movie segments is because you would always find a movie to buy. And I don't know if your parents know this or not, but you would you would go to always. Walmart and buy groceries. They and you would always out. slip they like two DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> you would always slip like two DVDs into your grocery bill. And you're like, they won't pay they don't, they don't pay attention. It's just you'll say Walmart and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And every time you'd come home with like John Wick Two for some reason and you'd come home with like I think Expendables at one point because you're like I just I just love the Expendables movies they're so good. The Expendables the Expendables is an incredible and I want movie everybody series. to realize this this is the man incredible. giving you movie recommendations and so you need to take everything he says with a grain of salt because I watched Hubie Halloween <laughs> and sir that's a four that was a that was a soft four okay <laughs> and I know Matt watched it soft too four and what, I mean what did you think man? yeah I that's I think that's rating it a bit high. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It was good for a 90s movie. In 2020, that shit was garbage. That's essentially what I said. So, so I rate I rate the actual you number did. scale a little <laughs> yeah, high, but I did oh say that. God. You did say that. And my, I told my dad that after he listened to it. And he goes, well, he did give it a six. I'm like, okay, George, <laughs> thanks. Okay. Thanks, George. The only thing Thank that got you, a real George. laugh out George, of me was applause, when George. he was... When he was giving that Halloween safety talk at the elementary school, and he runs in with a like pea stained sheet on him, he's a ghost. That had me. That got me good. He's a ghost, a little pea ghost. That got me. And then I think, I think, even though you warned us about it, I think the boner donor got me. Well, she was kept wearing. She was wearing so many different ones. I didn't realize it was his mom that was doing that. And it changed out every scene she was in. There was there was a different shirt. Yeah, it was impressive. I need to go to whatever Goodwill she's going to because there were some good shirts in there. Honestly, that or Spencer's. So yes, Carson, that's one of my favorite things about you, and you're also a terrible influence when it comes to spending other people's money. Oh, I am. I am. I'm really good with my money, but no, because your 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 mantra, especially when your first year of having like money, money was I can't take it with me when I die. And you always would spend way too much that money at like the shop bars or wherever we went, which we're all gracious for. And I will say, but I never, I never overdrafted. Didn't. See, that's that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's I will say, I'm, I'm very. That's the ceiling. That's the ceiling. <laughs> I've never overdrafted. So does that make me good with money? Yes, yes, it does. Oh my god! <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, yeah. To Matt, what's going on in your world, man? Your little trash kingdom over there. I know it's been a rough world. Uh, it's been a rough fantasy football team uh, season for you. Uh, it's been a rough go at it overall. Uh, you know, I've had some rough, rough routes as sports fans this year. Um, I've had two of my teams give me extreme hope, and then just it gets dashed in the playoffs. So that just doesn't help. And what then, teams are uh, those? You know. That'd be the Stars. Got all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost. Um, which we were young. Minus a couple vets that we've mentioned were young. I think we have the talent 
It's just a matter of bringing it back. We also didn't have our our goalie, our uh, our main goalie, Ben Bishop. We didn't have him. Um, so we just it's it's gonna take some time. And the other team was the Astros, and uh, you know, despite what everyone has to say, and despite what you guys will have to say, since you guys are Rangers fans, um, I just want to say I am proud to be an Astros fan. I'm proud of the way we bounced back this year. We fought adversity. Uh, we got rid of Garrett Cole in the offseason. Not got rid of. We lost Garrett Cole in the Okay, I was about to correct you there. And then we lost Verlander. Huh? I was going to correct you there. You didn't lose Garrett Cole. You you didn't get rid of him. You lost him. We lost him to free agency. And then we lost Verlander, Osuna, and Jordan Alvarez to injuries. Dealt with a lot of rookies coming up and pitching this year. So I personally, despite what all you guys will say, am very proud to be an Astros fan because I'm proud of the way we reacted to all the adversity that was given to us this year. And then, yeah, no, going to my fantasy team, uh, no. It's not been a great year for Matt. Started out the great, started out great, 3-0. Thought I was headed for the trophy. Thought I was headed for the trophy. Um, injuries throughout injuries throughout injuries um i no longer have both my starting running backs uh saquon barkley's gone nick chubb's gone um now uh zach ertz is gone and then you talked trash I about mean, zach ertz two weeks ago you said he's I garbage did, and he's on the trading I also ball. correct i also correct corrected myself but hey, that i don't think zach it's ertz, if you want to come on and uh interview with us feel free I don't think it's 100% his fault. So does is he putting up garbage fantasy numbers? Yes. Is it his fault? No. I think it's Carson Wentz's fault. Yeah, Carson Wentz hasn't been... Because I don't think Carson Wentz is the correct quarterback to be there for him. Yeah, no. But, I mean, the tight end's a very undervalued position right now outside of certain offenses, and I don't think Doug Marone's using them correctly. Do you think the fullback or the tight end is the most undervalued player in, in football? Oh, fullback. Good. Fullback. Glad, glad, glad we're on the same page Isn't Colin Gillespie fullback. a fullback? Is that why you're yeah, saying he's that? he's on special teams too. No, okay. I'm no. not saying that just because of that. I'm saying that because De- even Derek Watt doesn't get enough credit for what he did in San Diego before he's now in, um, uh, he's in Pittsburgh now. With his brother, he didn't get enough credit for what he did in San Diego. Is blocking for blocking for Eckler, blocking for Gordon. Like, okay, he never got the credit he deserved. But I also would like to, I point out outside of injuries, Leonard Fournette. No wonder the Jags got rid of him. Great drop. It's a great I drop. I completely by forgot him. he got picked up by the Bucks because I haven't heard his name in about. Five picked weeks. up by the Bucks, and yeah, he hasn't played in. He hasn't played in a couple He's weeks. He's hurt again? And then, you know, I I don't know. He had one point last week. One point. Jeez. From a guy who was in the Pro Bowl two years ago, he had one point. Yeah, the guy who would run over us when he was at LSU all the time. Yeah. The only team that I'm excited for is uh, the Texans. The Texans, after getting rid of Bill O'Brien, I think are on the up and up. Um, yeah, last, not this past week, but the week before, we beat Jacksonville. And yes, it is Jacksonville, but I think it was a decent enough win. And this weekend we lost only because of rules that I believe Roger Goodell needs to overlook or look over and revise because I don't think the overtime of sudden death to start 
needs to happen. I think you should play one quarter, and then it go from sudden death. I don't think it should be the first quarter is sudden death overtime. The first score wins. I don't agree with that. That's the one thing I like about college ball is that, yeah, is is college ball has a really good overtime, but it is it does get a little excessive. We know we have the LSU Texas A and M game a few years ago that went to seven. We even had OU and um, but who we had OU and Texas that went to four, four overtimes. Yeah, ridiculous. But hey, don't you were talking trash about the Jacksonville Jaguars, Carson? Gardner Minshew is your dude, and you're gonna sit here and let him talk to you like that? High key. Yeah. Oh, the Jags. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm all I'm all for Minshew mania. I really am, but I don't think the Jaguars have the pieces. Oh no, they're garbage. Listen, it's one, any man it's, that can rock, that can rock, cut off jean shorts like he can, can be a starting quarterback on my team any day. Well, it's just one of those things. Whenever you look at it from a fantasy standpoint, who are you gonna pick up right now? Are you gonna pick up a team playing against, or a pick up a player that's playing against the Jags, or are you gonna pick up a player that's playing against, I don't know, the Rams defense, or the Ravens defense? You know, looking at this objectively. I would have to say the Jags defense. <laughs> oh. Objectively. I don't even okay. know how many points are given up a season, to be honest. I haven't been paying attention. I've putting well, aside I mean, the not, fact they're not the worst defense. Is it the Cowboys? The Jets oh. Are. Is it? Oof. Not wrong. I think the Jets are. Not they wrong. gave away I mean not gave away. They got they lost several players. Mm. Granted, some of them to injuries. But then Jamal Adams is now in his new happy place up in Seattle. And, I mean, they have nothing going for him. Adam Gase, I'm sorry, buddy. You're going to be looking for a job here in the next couple weeks. I had no idea Jamal Adams went to Seattle. I'm going to be 100% honest. Is that new? Is that pretty recent? Start of the season. Are you serious? How? I'm, not, I'm dumb. I'm not paying attention to anything. But I've only watched like half of an NFL game this year. You want any NFL news from where they go, where they come from? At Cottontail25, I'm on here. Oh, is that your Twitter? Uh, I believe and it is. And his Instagram. Instagram. And my Instagram, okay. yep. Okay, so. Hit me I, up, I'll let you know. I do want to say this to to your comment about us and the Astros, okay? Okay. I have never once stated that the Astros were a bad team. I think they're a great team think they're, they're put together very well, and I think that Nolan Ryan has done wonders for your, your organization. Okay, He's no longer with the organization. I retract that statement. When he was with the, <laughs> was with the organization, uh, I clowned you guys so hard when you lost 100 games in like three back-to-back-to-back seasons. Okay, Absolutely clowned you because you deserved it. When you guys started turning it around and you had the – uh, emergence of Altuve, Correa, Springer, um, even Bregman. I can't stand any of those players now. And I couldn't stand Bregman or Correa. No, actually, I, I liked Correa at first, but uh, Bregman or or Springer from the start. Couldn't stand them. Had attitudes. They were annoying. Uh, but they were good. I could always respect them. And I can still respect them. But what's annoying is that they still needed to cheat. And that's my issue with the Astros. And this season... I was ready for them to get clowned, whatever. Um, I followed the Astros Shame Tour on Twitter. It's a great follow. 
my issue is that Carlos Correa is trying to play a victim. You know, after they beat the Twins and going into the A series, saying, what are the haters going to say now? It's like, dude, no one said you were a bad team. We're clowning you because you're cheaters, okay? They're a great team. They fight. They got hot at the right time. The fact that they came back from being down to 3-0 and to come back and play a game seven is phenomenal. The pitching staff, that what's that guy's name? The Framber guy? Framber Valdez? Baller. Dude, how old is he? Is he a rookie? No, it's his third year. In okay, the so he's young, and I think you were saying he was a reliever, yeah. right? He the, was stretched yeah. out into starter. Incredible that he pitched that well in the postseason. But that's that's my issue with the. I mean, he pitched well last year with us too. But and again, my statement wasn't really a shot at you guys. It was a statement just for me to say that I'm I'm proud of where the team went. Proud of what the team did. Yes, we got caught. And never forget, I'm fine with that. you I shouldn't have been that. in the playoffs. I don't care. Suspended playoffs, you shouldn't even been there. But I will say that I'm very proud of what the team did oh. and what the team did to overcome adversity that they were given. That's the beautiful thing about or baseball created. is that teams get the chance. And you always have to throw that ball over the plate, and the other team always gets a chance to win. And that's what I love about baseball. Is that a team that is 29-31 and 31 going into playoffs and should have been – written off and been swept in the first round, comes back and almost makes it to the World Series. It's incredible. It's one hell of a season. My hat's off. Oh, it just proves in a season in a series of seven anyone can Oh, exactly. Win. That's why baseball's so great. I love freaking baseball so much. I, j- I pointed out or point out about tonight that Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw have the entire payroll of the Tampa Bay hang on, Rays. Hang on. We're gonna, the hang, entire hang, hang, payroll. Hold on. We're going to get to that when we talk about the baseball. The MLB playoffs. I have quite a few anecdotes okay. on that. Sorry. Okay, relax, man. Jump in the gun. <laughs> Jump in the gun. Getting ahead of myself. Do you have any other complaints about your trash kingdom? No, I just really, I got to find out uh, if anyone else, I know I just offered my fantasy advice about like where people have gone and what, but uh, you know, if anyone, if anyone wants to help a brother out, I have two teams that are just suffering over here. I love fantasy so much, but uh, it just seems to hate me. Dude, I, I took so, a step uh, back. Carson, you're not playing fantasy this year, right? I'm not playing fantasy. I decided I need to take a little bit of a mental break, kind of kind of unwind. So I figured it would be a great time to start a podcast. Oh, it's so stupid. Uh, I did the same thing. So last year, I have a really bad tendency about people-pleasing. So when people text me to be in a league, I... Struggle saying no. So last year I was in five fantasy football leagues. Yeah, five. So this year I made it a point to get out of four of them, and I'm only in one, and it's with the boys uh, and Bailey. Bali's in it with us. Um, but I'm four and two. I just beat the crap out of Casey. Not really. I didn't have a kicker in, and every single one of my team, uh, my players, uh, underperformed, except for one who I can't remember right now. Um, but I still beat him somehow because he had some really crap games. And I feel bad for him. But that's just the way baseball go, you know? Fantasy, not baseball. Well, you know, either way. It's the Ron Washington quote. I just I don't firm? understand. My ba- my fantasy team just continues to let me down every week. A different player does. I think I set the correct roster every week and then a different player is just like, oh, I don't want to play football this week. I want to tear my ACL instead. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, those three of my players so far. <laughs> gotcha. So without further ado, let's go ahead and slide right into 
Carson, what's your movie of the week? Movie of the week. Movie of the week. Movie of the week is going to be employee of the month, you know. You know, the the cast for employee of the month uh, should be relatively uh memorable being Dane Cook and Jessica Simpson. Uh what what is not really the the movie's kind of become a little bit of a cult classic it being that it it completely flopped in the in the box office. I mean it it mean it got absolutely ravaged by critics. It's actually attributed to the downfall of Dane Cook and Jessica Simpson's career technically. But yeah, yeah. If you if you if you really think about it, the uh, Dane Cook really hasn't done anything um since this. He he hasn't done anything noteworthy since Employee of the Month. When did it come out? 2006. Wait, Dax Shepard's in this? Yeah. Yeah, he's the he's the main villain, if you will. He's yeah, he's the antagonist. He's the uh, the lead shopper guy, right? Yeah. He, he's cashier number 1. Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, but uh, but no, it's it, it's really good, and uh, I think that Dan Cook has a has a really cool story in general. Kind of how he came up in comedy. Um, he has a little bit of a bad rep for um, so for in the industry, if you will. But he he was kind of the first one, just in general, to dive into social media and that's really how he grew his his following be being very plugged in with his followers and making a point to reply to everybody and does anyone want to take a guess on what social media platform he got his jump on myspace 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 he he is the he was the king of myspace so do you know his song that was on his page I don't. I just want to ask. I don't know that. I do not know. Did he? Not, who that, were his top that, eight? That I do not know. I don't know if he did. I don't know if he went that far. Into it. <laughs> who were his top no, eight? I, I, I did. I did not get that far into. <laughs> so um, I remember. But, I remember uh, when I was in sixth grade or fifth or sixth grade. I would go to my friend's house and we would watch animated Dane Cook, like, um, segments, because he would tell his jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would. He would on YouTube, because he would. Um, Mm-hmm. Holy crap! I think Belly just hit a two-run. Yeah, bomb. Belly just hit a two-run bomb. Oh my god! Into the bullpen. Why? Sorry about anyway, that. Anyway, no, I saw your reaction, then I looked over and saw what was going on. Um, but yeah, we would watch like people would animate and uh, his his like set pieces and like his jokes and stuff like that, and we would watch them all the time and just die laughing. So I was always mm-hmm. a huge fan of Dan Cook, and I loved this movie when I was younger. But, so what's what's the movie about? Can you refresh my so, memory? The movie is very generally, uh, basically, Dane Cook gets so horny that he starts applying himself <laughs> a- at his job. That's the note I saw, and I started dying because I remember that's exactly why he started this. The whole point of the movie that, that, that that's why he starts working so hard to become Employee of the Month because he was so attracted to Jessica Simpson's character. Oh my god! Did they make a bet or something? Like, if you make Employee of the Month, I'll sleep with you. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a bet. Uh, no. Basically, uh, her her name's Amy in the movie. She transfers into their store uh, at uh, Super Club. Um, it's Sam's Club. It's a spoof off Sam's Club. If no one connects the dots on that, you know, just for for you smooth brains out there. But 
she, uh... Oh, we only have 50 she, listeners. Don't call them smooth brains. Yeah, those are our family and friends. She, <laughs> she gets, uh... She, she gets tra- transferred into, into their store, and they, they pull her... Uh, personnel file and she's being transferred because she has a thing for the employee of the month like that's that's written in in her personnel file so his thing is that he wants to be employee of the month so that he can start dating amy but yeah yeah so you know as usual i i'm gonna i'm gonna come up with a couple questions here to be able to kind of spur off for 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 y'all to answer kind of thoughts that the movie provoked for me um but matt have you ever cared about any anything so much that you would do absolutely anything for it yeah have you been so horny that you actually started working at your job that is what inspired Um. this but that isn't where i was gonna take it (laughs) (laughs) it's a trap um ever been so motivated to do something that i started working hard well no just the have you ever cared about something so much that you would do anything for it see this is where i'm gonna turn around and make you the bad guy um (laughs) i am gonna have to say the thing that i was motivated enough to do that i would have done anything for was to get into a&m uh, I think I originally applied, was told no. Uh, devastated when I was told no. I applied several other places. Uh, my parents, we talked about the places I got accepted into and so on and so forth. My dad wanted me to go to tech because that's where I got accepted to to go to the business school. And they have a great business school out there in Lubbock. But I just didn't really want to go back out to Lubbock. Uh, I had my heart set on A&M. Got into Blinn, and I would have done anything to get an A&M. So I worked my ass off to get an A&M. So I think that's the one thing in my life at the moment that I have really set my mind to that I was not going to be told no at. And you did it. Yeah, and you did it. And you graduated. (laughs) And I I did it. And and he's educated. Oh, he's getting us the gig. I'm flashing that Aggie ring that he did uh, not one, not two, but three dunks for some reason. Okay. Yeah, three ring dunks. Two of them in the same night. And if uh, any of our listeners out there don't know what that means, there's a tradition uh, in the A&M world where once you get your Aggie ring, uh, you have to dunk it in a pitcher of beer and then chug it so that you can finally earn it. And Matt did that again, not one, not twice, but thrice. He did it three times. Not my brightest move. All right, we heard discussed this. I'm proud it's of you. Your, it's pretty impressive. It's, it's still not your dumbest move, though. We can discuss we're that. Get, we're not getting into that. That's a trap, too. <laughs> next segment. All right. So, so Ronnie, <laughs> hey, my my next question. Uh, there's a there's a there's a portion in Employee of the Month where uh, Dan, Dan Cook's character uh, Zach. Um, the he essentially sells out his friends, his friends, friends, his friends. Um, so my question for you is, what's the worst you've ever sold out a friend of yours? 
I completely like threw them under the bus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. just straight up, just boom, boom, and then this you great. And, and then you threw it in reverse and went, what was that? Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, this is a great, this is a great point because actually I told this story like about a week and a half ago um, to some friends, and so uh, in in the fifth or sixth grade, this is when I lived back in California. Uh, I lived across the street from the Orange Mall, Orange County Mall, over in Tustin. And um, I lived in an apartment complex, and there was two or three apartment complexes behind us. So a lot of the a lot of the kids in those apartments became really close friends. So there was about mm-hmm. a group of about four or five of us that became really close. We all went to elementary school together, all went to middle school together uh, until I moved. But we would go to the mall to hang out because, I mean, you're in like fifth or sixth grade. What else are you going to do? We could all walk across the street. It was a safest, safe-ish area. And so uh, one day when we were at the mall, we noticed that there's a new candy store that opened up. Right? New candy store. Okay. Yeah. Called like Moose Tracks. Are we, are we talking Moose. chocolates or what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Like chocolates and like candy. Okay. It's like a candy store. They had fudge in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get in there and and uh, we're all looking around. Like, Ooh, ah, we're all broke. We can't buy any of this. Uh, but the store, the guy who owns the store is like, hey, if you guys want free samples of fudge, I can get you some. So we're like, cool. So I go to the, the, the counter because I'm like, uh, free fudge. Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course. I'm in. So uh, I'm getting I'm getting free samples, and uh, we walk out like maybe five minutes later. You know, no big deal. And yeah. you know, we continue on our, our journey around the mall, and my friend goes, hey, look. Three of my friends go, hey, look. Pull out their pockets, and they stole like four or five pieces of candy. <gasps> and I'm, I'm a goody two-shoes. I don't like getting in trouble. Yeah. I'm not that kind of kid. I'm still not that kind of guy. Um, I'm brown. I don't like messing with the cops. But anyway. <laughs> uh, By the way, I hate to day. interrupt. I hate to interrupt, but uh, Taylor just got everybody their free taco from stealing a base in the World Series. So Wait, you get a free he, taco from uh, I can't, from Taco Bell. He just stole second base. I can't believe it. I think he just got thrown out. Um Anyway, so they steal a piece of a couple pieces of candy, but they didn't grab me any. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> like, first of all, you used me to distract the guy, and you didn't steal me any candy. No, hang on. So we the next day or a couple days later, we go back in there, right? And they're like, same plan, same plan. You're just gonna go up there and talk to the guy, get some fudge. So I'm like, ooh, is that peanut butter swirl? Did you make that today? Can I get some of that? And he's handing me all these different fudge. And I'm like, ooh, nummy, nummy, nummy. Uh, and then we like start walking out. And he's like, hey. Hang on. Call, calls a security guard on one of them segways. This is like an 05, 06. <laughs> so it's still one of those new segways. And it's giant. Paul, the guy's awkward on it. Paul Come, Blart, comes Blart, Blart like, style. Oh, 100%. Paul Blart comes rolling in. And um, he's like, empty your pockets. So my friends all emptied the pockets. And they stole so much candy. Like an abnormal, like just a large and obscene amount. They were probably making so much noise when they are walking out of the store. And that's why we got caught. So he's like emptying our pockets, and of course I'm clean because I'm the distraction. I'm over here just trying to get fudge. So everyone's like, he's like, I'm calling your parents. I'm calling your parents, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, Hey, uh, these guys are the guys that stole. Can I go? I was just trying to get fudge, and we walked in here together, completely <laughs> under the bus. I was just trying to get out of there. I was trying to go home. I didn't want my mom to find out because she was gonna whoop me so bad. <laughs> yes, and, Claudia would. Uh, my mom was gonna destroy me. So I'm like, no, I'm out of here. Like, I didn't do anything. I literally went, remember saying, can I go? Because I didn't do anything. And I can't remember what happened, but I do remember that they called everyone's parents except for mine, um, I think. 
I have to ask my mom if she remembers, but that is the only like one of the biggest moments in my life because I sold out those friends and I'm glad I did. It sounds like an were you still move. friends afterwards or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were still friends afterward. They all saw it as like he was saving his own ass. He didn't really do anything anyway. But oh, okay, uh, I'm glad I did because yeah, like, a few years later, stitches. like, no, they didn't whoop my ass for for <laughs> saying I didn't steal anything. Um, <laughs> no, but a few well, years probably later, they, they didn't steal uh, you any candy this time. It, exactly. And, but no, a few years later, they got suspended on for in middle school for drinking li- like liquor on campus. Like they snuck it in their Gatorade bottles. So I got out of that situation. They all I don't know where those guys are, honestly. I think I think they all still live in California. Who really knows? But that is a time I sold out my friends, Carson. Interesting, interesting. I I yeah. can't say I have never heard that story. <clears throat> yeah. I've known you for so long and I like have never told that story because it just never uh, comes up. Uh, that's that's definitely a good one though. Over oh, yeah. some candy too. Some, Dude. Two solid answers for this. What, nah, what's your score on this so movie? Far. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was about to say. So, in 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 conclusion for the uh, movie of the week, uh, Employee of the Month is uh, something that has definitely held up through throughout the years. It's on Netflix if, right now. If you want to go go back and uh, and watch it, Dan Cook at uh, at his peak career. Um, I I honestly it, I I have to give it a, a it's a solid seven point two. It's. I mean, it's. It's got. It's got all. All. All the functions in. It. It's got a little bit of action in there, plenty of humor, a little bit of romance. I mean, it's. It. It really kind of f- fully encompasses anything and everything you. You might want in a movie, and it's not. It's not too raunchy, which Dan Cook catches a lot of flack for, um, for his uh, raunchy sense of comedy. But uh, it's. It's really not. Uh, not. Not too. Too. Too bad. So I. I definitely got to give it a solid seven point two. I would agree. My my two favorite scenes of that is they had built like uh, on the pallets, you know, the giant shelves. They built mm-hmm. like a like a, a special little hidey hole, the clubhouse. Where they could take naps. yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah, clubhouse. And then the scene where they put Dak Shepard's eighty one Honda on on a shelf for sale. <laughs> it's an eighty one Honda. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> That's so good. All right, so let's go ahead and let's uh, let's move right along into the MLB playoffs and. I don't want to spend too much time on here because I do have some some things I want to talk about either after or before Athlete of the Week. Um, so right now we've got the the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays are playing in the playoffs uh, for the World Series. And um, so the both games went to Game 7, which is kind of wild. That doesn't really happen all that often. Um, as we know, the, the Astros um, took an L. They, they fought back and won three in a row to, to force a Game 7 and unfortunately came up short. Um, the Braves completely fumbled the bag. They were up at 1.3 to one, and the Dodgers uh, regained the momentum and stole the series. So, um, with that being said, what do you guys think? Who, do you, who what are your predictions for the series? Who do you think is going to win? Uh, who do I think is going to win? I believe LA is going to win. They just have so who much you momentum want going with them right now. Um, I would rather Tampa Bay win, just because I would rather the team that beat my team win. And I mean. Do I do respect a lot of the players on the Dodgers? I just I've never liked LA teams, never have. They're just such a big market. It's always one of those ones that like they automatically get. It's like the Yankees. They automatically have fans because they're in such a big market. Like we said last week, 
you don't know that many Tampa Bay fans. And with the, I mean, I know LA just won the NBA championship, but with the Lightning winning the NHL championship, Tampa Bay bringing home, and I would rather Tampa Bay win because they're bringing home their first championship. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. That's the only reason I'm, I'm from LA. My dad's a huge Dodgers fan, and if he hears me say this, he might kill me. But I kind of want the Rays to win. I like a Rosarinas, uh, a Rosarina. Um, he's a rookie. He's been lighting it up, and of course, my boy G Man Choi. I was gonna say since you, you said that, I want to watch G Man Choi. I can't get enough. My I can't get enough of G Man Choi. Carson knows, but Carson, who do you think's gonna win, dude? You know, I. I, I, I'm kind of with Matt as much as I hate hate to admit it. I think the the Dodgers are are they're set up to win it. They they've got the they've got the players in place. They've got the pitching staff in place. Um, now, minded to your point earlier, that's that's what everyone loves about baseball. Anyone yet you have to you have to throw it over the plate, and at any moment the the ties can change in, in a series. So I think the Rays definitely have have a chance in this, and I I honestly I, I want the Rays to win it. I I grew up uh, I grew up kind of the the Rays being my season, uh, second third favorite team, but behind the Rangers, so simply because my uh, my cousin was always a was always a big fan, but. Uh, um, Say so I I I would love to see the Rays bring home their first uh, their their first uh, ship. Yeah, I mean this is the first time they've been in the playoffs or in the World Series since two thousand eight, and it's again mm-hmm. only the second time. And man, their their throwbacks, mint, so to- dude, mint. They're mint. tasty. They're crispy. <laughs> cool. Hard. Holy crispy. <laughs> Matt, you mentioned this earlier. You mentioned the the Kershaw Mookie Betts salary for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those at home that don't know, Carson, if you didn't know, Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw this mm-hmm. year, twenty twenty, are making twenty six million three hundred eight thousand six hundred forty two dollars. Just those two players. None of the How rest poor do of the you Dodgers. feel? Just those two players. How poor do you feel? I feel very poor. I'm talking to Carson. I feel I feel very very poor. That, that's uh, it's it's crazy to think about what how much how much of those those players get paid and it's it, it's it, I think it's reached a point where you, you have to start having the conversation of are they really worth that much money? I'm gonna say yes because Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But I will say here, I think they're both worth it. And here's, I'll go into another another tangent here in a second. But Mookie Betts, I think, saved them the series three times. He saved two home run blasts in the six, game six and game seven. And in game six, he also saved a, uh, a RBI double. And he ran. He was literally running full speed and without skipping a beat, literally was skimming his glove against the ground, not not even overstepping, mm-hmm. not stopping, scooped up, a, uh, scooped up a ball before it even hit the ground. And then casually slung it home to get the guy out at first for a double play. Like, beautiful, hundred percent. Dude is insane. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying that the the caliber of player isn't isn't worth that. I'm saying that the standard for what players across all sports are being paid. Are you saying is like too the, high. the inflation? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just keeps getting up. Yeah. Um, but in, in I can agree in with a, that. Oh yeah, in a uh, in a in a mirror of that. The entire Tampa Bay's organization, or their or their lineup, or their team, or whatever you want to call it, is getting paid twenty eight million seven hundred and seventy three thousand four hundred and eighty one dollars this year. Yes, 
crazy. And I will say a lot of their team is um, homegrown, a lot of a lot of rookies, a lot of trades. Um, but the thing is, so is the Dodgers. I didn't know this until mm-hmm. today. I didn't look into this. So there's their, their catcher, Will Smith, uh, was drafted by them. Max Muncy was designated for assignment, and he was picked up. Uh, Taylor, the second baseman, he was traded for peanuts, is what this, this article says, and he would have been designated for assignment anyway. It's literally what it says in this article. Uh, Corey Seager, Kyle's brother, drafted. Josh Turner, uh, designated for free agency uh, by the Mets, picked up. Uh, A.J. Pollock was a free agent signing. Belly, Bellinger, who just hit the, the, the home run to take the lead, drafted. drafted. Mookie Betts was a trade this year. A couple prospects. Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw, Dustin May, Goslin, and Urias, all drafted pitchers. They well, just recognize their talent and paid. and extended, or not drafted, traded and extended. Um, I don't think he was extended because he, he just extended. he just got extended with the, the the Red Sox. I think the year prior. Okay, well, I do have a question for those Red Sox fans. How does it feel to have another curse of the Bambino on you because you gave up a five tool player? Are you saying five tool right player. now that they're are you are you comparing not Mookie Betts to not only. The great, the Sultan of Swat, the great Bambino, (laughs) but you're also enacting a a Mookie curse. I'm saying that you gave away a player that would have run your franchise, and you you said he wasn't worth paying. He literally, and you you said it yourself. He saved the L.A. Dodgers series twice or three times last series. So like. I just I find it hard to believe that a player like that's not not worth paying. It's insane, and, I, and that's I why they're that's why they're just watching him in the playoffs now. Oof, and um, I love Moneyball. I think we're gonna have a whole episode on Moneyball. We could honestly, great movie. Carson, I think did you watch it this week? I know Matt did. You didn't watch it this week. Great either, concept. I, oh, I, I'm not. I've not. I've, I haven't watched it in a while. I've watched it plenty okay. of times before, but I was waiting until yeah. we do that episode to. To watch it and really delve deep. into it, and I got to rewatch it again. I watched it on a plane last time, but it's hard not to love baseball, except for the hard Oakland not days. to get romantic about it's pretty, baseball. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy to hate the Oakland days. Oh my God. We're gonna have a whole conversation about that too. But <laughs> the thing is, like, I, I love that the Rays are doing this on such a small salary, but I hate it because that means that the Rays aren't going to pay anybody on their team. Like, as soon as G Man Choi comes up, as soon as Randy Arozarena comes mm-hmm. up. As soon as uh, I, I honestly think Kiemeyer, their their center fielder is going to get. Yeah, I think he's his last year. He's going to get shipped out because the they don't want to pay, pay the guys. Is Blake because, Snell. Yeah, yeah, Blake Snell and uh, I think uh, Charlie Morton are the only people that play. They pay. Oh yeah, they'll definitely play Charlie. Yeah, so it's just it, it bugs me because being a fan of the Rangers, we we won so effing terrible at drafting and and developing our, our staff, but then we don't want to pay anybody. You know, our last big contract was in 2014 with, with Sin Chu Chu, which I love Sin Chu Chu. And um, he did autograph. great things for organization, but we haven't done anything since then. You know, we signed we signed Rugi Odor to a, an extension in that. Good God, the man's terrible. The man is terrible. He's good for half of a season. And How many horses was that worth? Two horses, two. they think. Two if anybody horses. didn't know, when Rugi <laughs> got signed to sweeten the deal, they also gave him two horses to help uh, sweeten the pot to make him stay here. 
and it, it was smart at the time. The guy was a baller, but he's just a you know declined since, and it, it's a bummer. Well, but, I think that uh, I think the thing for me, it's impressive that yes, the Rays are doing that on that kind <clears> of payroll, <throat> but it really just proves that this whole era of baseball, no one's recognizing that you have to pay the offense as well. Like, look at the pitchers. The pitchers are getting paid so much with, like, Garrett Cole, your Charlie Mortons, your Verlanders. Like, the people that are aces of staffs or people just coming in and just making your staff a one-two punch. Like, they're the ones getting paid, and then they're not going to play – they're not going to pay the the people who got you there, the offense, the people who are putting up the numbers on the opposite side of the ball. Yeah, because you can't win a game with a with a dam with a gem with the perfect game. You can't win. You still need runs being batted in. Exactly, and I mean that's that's the biggest bummer for them is they're not like I think I think you I agree with you that they're not going to pay certain players. I don't know if it's all of their players. I don't think they're going to pay certain players what they think they need, and they're going to no, go and elsewhere. I think you're always going to have that that stream of of rookie players that are going to overperform their contract, and I think that's fine. I think that's great. But when it comes to it, you need to pay them. And I really hope you see people on the Rays get paid. And I really hope this isn't an opportunity for cheap GMs. Um, you know, we mentioned the Oakland Athletics a second ago. They are famous for not paying any of their guys. But I'm hoping that, you know, they're going to turn that around. Because you have you have players, because you have, you have a product that you're trying to push to fans to make money. But if you have a crappy team out there, you're not going to do anything. The Rangers just spent however much money to build this brand new stadium. It's beautiful. We got air conditioning. I want to go, but I want to go to see a quality product. And if they're not going to pay people to be there and play good baseball, what's the point of going? Like I'm going, I'm going on Saturday. I'm going on Saturday to the World Series, and it's here in Arlington. But I'm not going to see the Rangers. I'm going to see there to see two good teams that put on a quality product and that are willing to pay their well, one of the teams that are willing to pay their players. Let me ask you this, and this is a, a little little off topic from what we're what we're talking about. Do do you think going for obviously in the past the the World Series has been a series that you know um, seven seven game series, and then you, you you travel between the two team stadiums. Do you think that the MLB is setting up to do uh, something kind of like what the NFL does with the Super Bowl? I really hope not. I really hope not. I think it's robbing um, actual fans. Like I said, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, you're robbing the fan base. Like think about think about the 12 Tampa Bay Rays fans that want to go, and now they got to travel to Texas, which might have restrictions during Corona. Um, So I think it's robbing that home fan base, and I think for me, just again going back to our playoff runs and playoff runs as any sports fan, really, like. Being at a Texans game in the playoffs, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Nothing like it. Being at an Astros game in the playoffs, nothing like it. The atmosphere is just unreal. So, like, no, I don't – I hope the MLB is not trying to go in that direction because I understand they had to do it for this year because this year is a little different than every other year that we've dealt with. But like, I hope they're not going in that direction. But you never know with Manfred, honestly. But the but you, you're talking you're talking about these things, and then we, in in our in our last episode, we kind of talked about how the benefit of having it at, at a single place because it expands the fandom into into other places. Oh yeah, I think that's true. But 
at the same time, this this is a weird year, like Matt said. You know, we're dealing with coronavirus, dealing with COVID-19, however you want to call it. This isn't anything that's normal. I mean, you've been working at home mm-hmm. for six plus months now. Um, I worked at home for a little while. It's a weird time, and I think that's that's okay. It's understandable, just like the bubble was for the NFL or the NBA and the NHL. But I think in 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 continued future, I think it's a bad idea to have it hosted at a one at a, a remote location where neither fan or neither sports team can have their fan base there. Because I think um, who was it? Who coaches the Mississippi State? Or who Mike coaches Leach. Florida? Who is it? Dan Mullins? Dan Mullen. He even said it when he played at A&M a couple weeks ago. He's like, we mm-hmm. want fans at our stadium because it makes it 100 times different. We had, what, 25,000 fans at the game, and it completely changed the tide. We beat number four in the nation. Yeah, well, yeah. Now the, president, now the president of the university has reached out to the governor to make a decree to try to get fans to the stadium and – like expand that because he felt like that made such a big difference. And I don't disagree. I was there. I was at the A&M Florida game. And yes, that was a loud stadium for this year because on third down on fourth down, like those, those different pivotal moments in the game. Like, yeah, you could definitely tell we had a lot of fans in there, but like, I don't know. It's, it's a lot different with 102,674. 110,674, sorry. Yeah. So I hope they don't adopt this one, you know, location for the playoffs cuz I think it I think it helps with the traveling and the breaks cuz you have to give pitching staffs a little bit of a, a rest. That's the one yeah. thing that's um, kind of wild about the MLB is is how much of a marathon it is. Um, right. People hey. listening at home, uh, Mookie Betts just stole second. Is that two free tacos? Hey, no, you only get the taco off the one. No, it's uh, not per base. It's only the first stolen base. Well, shout out Taco Bell for being cheap. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You could sponsor us. You know, I'm kidding. I take that. Shout back. out Thank to Taco, for taco Bell for not giving Tim the Tap Man a job. Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Any other anecdotes on the MLB playoffs? No, I'm excited to see the series. I mean, clearly tonight's game one. I'm excited to see the rest of the series. I think they're two great teams. I mean, clearly they've they've earned their way here. They've fought their way here, and I think, I think they're going to give the baseball fans what they want. I think they're going to give the baseball fans a great series. Yeah, this is um, this is the first time in a while that the two teams with the best record in each division are actually playing each other in the playoffs. Didn't the know that, but yeah, know. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so, do you guys want to jump into hot athlete, or I have a couple things that happened this week that I want to talk about. Which one do you guys want to do? Let's do a couple of those first, and we'll end yeah, with hot okay. athlete. We'll keep the hot okay. athlete and then uh, outro as we go. All right, sounds good. So, a few things. Um, I watched the cabin this week with Burt Kreischer. I know you guys did Ooh, too. I also watched it. Commended it. I'm not all the way caught up, but I I watched enough of it. It's only like five yeah, episodes. I'm, it's only yeah five episodes. Okay, thanks. I'm really hoping that. I'm sorry, I had some other things to do. I'm really hoping that they uh, they have a season two. It was just a lot of fun. If people at home that don't know, Burt Kreischer is a comedian, very famous for his the machine story. Um, but he he takes a break and goes up to a cabin in the woods uh, in in California, and he has other comedian friends come out there and spend time with him to do some soul searching. Comedian slash to... celebrities. Yes, 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 celebrities as well. Is this? I think it's the third episode where Bobby Lee and Don L from the Chappelle Show come on. 
and it is just mm-hmm. an all-out just hellstorm. Bobby Lee is so just outrageous and funny. He has a really good podcast with Andrew Santino, who is the redhead and Dave. If you guys haven't seen that, watch that. It's great. Um, called Bad Friends. It's a good podcast. It's just them two talking, and it's just it, it, it's wild. But anyway, uh, it starts with Bert being butt naked on like a bearskin rug and Bobby Lee stripping down to join him on the bear rug. It's disgusting and so funny. But what I want to talk about is is two things off of that. One, he's doing a coffee enema. And Bobby Lee's trying to yes. shove this tube up Bert's butt, and he's so gung ho about it. Would who? <clears throat> Matt, would you let Carson shove an enema up your butt? No. No, you what? don't trust him. I don't know if I would do an enema. You got to clean it out somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's what a colonoscopy is for. And it's fifty. No, that <laughs> doesn't clean it out. That's just a picture. That, that's okay. just a picture. That's you just a live ask stream of anybody anus. who's fifty years old what that cleanse did before. That just clears I, I, I know and then get does. back I, to me. I have to get them some when, when I turn thirty-five. I I know my future. <laughs> okay, but. well, I'm just saying that cleanse will clean you out. But it I don't doesn't, need anything it doesn't, going it, up the other but, way. But it's it, it, an enema doesn't. It's not getting rid of what's in your in your stomach and in your colon is getting rid of what's stuck to the walls if you really want to get in depth on this we really want to alienate our viewership here oh my god yeah this uh so, off the rails here we go we should have named the show off the after rails. that he after me immediately after he gets it he runs and poops in a bucket like he has like a bucket toilet set yeah. up outside and he's pooping in front of not only donnell and bobby lee but the entire crew and he starts wiping and we've had this discussion i'm a front wiper and i will die on that hill okay it's a, i'm a front wiper you're you're a front wiper too matt yeah i'm a front wiper mm. back wiper you, you gotta go from the back yeah that's why you had a back surgery you had to let poopy on your back <laughs> probably <laughs> But he, but the funny thing is, is that he asked Donnell, he goes, is it weird that I'm a front wiper? And he goes, no, it's weird that you're shitting in a bucket in front of us. And I lost it. I mean, that would be the weirdest thing there. Have you ever, have you ever shat in a bucket? No. Oh, the weirdest place. in front of people, though. What? Have you never had Boy Scouts? Have you never had to poop in the woods? No, I'm Mexican. I don't do Boy Scouts. I'm saying I've pooped in the woods, so yes, I've pooped in front of people. Now, Carson, granted, people you... didn't just like pull up a bucket and like eat popcorn, but like, <laughs> yes, okay, I've pooped actually, in front of people. I will say this: I have pooped in front of Carson, and that is only because of the yeah, open, door, open policy. door policy. The open door policy, which we have never actually fully explained. Well, it's episode two. It's very much warranted. So Carson and I, we moved in together with um, our two friends, Landry and Nathan. They lived downstairs. Carson and I lived upstairs, and we each had our own. We each had Jack and Jill bathrooms. Um, and time after time, when I would go poop, it wouldn't fail that Carson would try to talk to me through the doors. So eventually, we just said "f it," open door policy, threw the doors open, and pooped um, or peed with the door wide open so that we could talk to each other uh, while we did so. And it lasted two two years, two years, and then we moved into two our elementary homes, mm-hmm. and then we had our own individual bathrooms. Um, and we we still had the open door policy, just it wasn't wasn't quite as prevalent. No, no, no. The open door policy was very strong over at the North Bardell house. 
So many many a conversation has been uh, has been had whilst uh, hunting, whilst on our haunches. Um, so since 2016, we've had the open door policy. So another thing, um, those that you at home can't see this either. I got oh, ooh, flex on them. Oh, look at that fresh cut, crispy. Ooh. Ooh. You got some slick of, lines there, bud. Oh, bro, my boy Jose over Carson at District not. Barbershop in Fort Worth, the Alliance location, uh, hooks it up every time. Go see my boy. He's a baller. I love him to death. Um, he's awesome. But Carson, you and I have been getting haircuts together. We used to get haircuts all together all the time we lived together. Julio, boy, uh, he's Julio married now. He is married. Good for him. And uh, the guy I went to he's married. Julio. He's married. He's no longer on house arrest. You know, he's he's really he's changed. He's 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 changed it around. He actually owns his own shop now. Oh my god, I completely forgot when we first went there. Yeah, Carson's barber had like an ankle bracelet on because he was on house arrest. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He but, was he was legit on house arrest for like the first year. He he cut my hair. That's amazing. I went to Darnell. He was great. Uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was his name. I can't remember. Anyway, I, I sat down, you know, a few minutes early before my appointment, and this guy walks in, and he's like, it's a Friday afternoon, right? And he walks in, and he's like, um, I don't have an appointment, but, you know, can I do a walk-in? I'm like, dude, it is 2020. How are you not scheduling your haircuts? Do you do walk-ins, Carson or Matt? Or do you guys schedule your haircuts? I, my- I have done walk-ins, yes. Uh, it depends, honestly. I have done a walk-in, but I've also recently started trying to find a better barber slash option here in houston by the way i'm sorry for my hot take here boardroom i'm not a fan of your prices uh 45 dollars for a haircut where you don't even touch my beard i was gonna suggest gents place but you really wouldn't like them um i don't mind the price but actually touch this yeah, like I don't, don't pay that. you forty five dollars to not touch my beard. Yeah, the, um, that's about what they charge me at, at the district if I want to get my beard trimmed, and they do the full lineup and everything. He does a really good job. That's what um, I want. I want. I want a full lineup. Yeah, I haven't Come found my that boy place Jose. down here in Houston yet, though. I'm sure you'll find something. Houston's huge. First of all, there's got to be somewhere you can get your haircut. It uh, is. But Carson, do you just, s- most of the time I've gotten my haircut, I've gone back to College Station. So. Oh. Well, there's good car. There's good barber shops there too. Carson, do you have a barber right now, or what are you doing? Because you didn't cut your hair yeah, for two no, years. I, I did not cut my hair for two years. It got lengthy on me. I was uh, I was uh, a discount Jesus. Um, the uh, I, I do I do have a barber. I've been going to the same lady for I guess since I started getting it. Her name is Mia Gents Place in uh, Uptown Dallas. You drive to Dallas to get your haircut. Yeah, I'm it's shit. It's 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 only like twenty minutes away. That's crazy. Um, another thing about this haircut I saw is the guy that was sitting in the chair before me, and this really pissed me off. Matt, I need your full attention on this one. I'm listening. Was wearing sandals, getting his haircut. Oh no, bad move, bad move. That's almost as bad as sandals on a plane. So we talk. Hold on, hold on. What kind of sandals? Because it wasn't chocos. His comment. It, it was just. It was just flippy floppies. You know, it was the straight flippy floppies. Not not a not a not a strap over it. Not chocos. Just straight um, flip flops. I'm like, dude. There's gonna be so much hair well, in between I'm your gonna, toes. I'm gonna ignore his comment, Carson's comment, because slides on a plane a freaking move. 
No, no, God, no. You cannot be that guy. Shoes stay on for the plane ride. Do not be airing those puppies out. It slides. I do slides in socks. Socks? Hey, okay. My feet that's a, are That's now. a little okay. Slides that's and socks. That's a little okay. But I'm not, I'm... I mean, my, my, sh- I mean, yeah, if you I had actual be raw sneakers dog on it on, on, on an airplane, okay? Whoa, no, not doing that. But I, if I have sneakers on, my sneakers stay on, but like, Good, Matt, at that point, I just depends on where I'm traveling or how long I'm traveling. If I know the travel day is going to be long, I'm going to wear slides because I want to be as comfortable as possible. And I have some yeah. of the most comfortable slides in the biz. Yeah, but hair, just sandals during a haircut is just horrid. I get hair on my shoes and it makes me mad. This guy's getting hair on his toes. He's going to need a full body hose down before he leaves that place. And and he left, <laughs> he left, came back because he had a beer. You know, you get a beer at some of these nicer barbershops. Yeah. He came back, threw away his beer, left again, and then came back like two seconds later because he forgot his hat. This guy was just all over the place. I, I can't I can't get over Matt Matt wearing slides on a plane. He's <laughs> coming from it. the guy who wears Crocs places. No 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 no. You should hey. you're gonna go to Crocs. It's the sleep pants. I'm wearing sleep pants right now, thank you. Carson wore sleep pants to like every place we would go. if it was past five thirty or six o'clock, sleep pants, and if we were going out to eat, he didn't care. Bedtime. He wore sleep pants. Bedtime. He destroyed a phone. He was wearing sweat, sleep pants when we were leaving somewhere, and it fell out of his pocket as he was shutting the door to a car and somehow slammed the, the car door on his phone, bent the entire phone, and broke it. That did happen, yes. That, uh, that is a 100% true story. I still blame, uh, blame Caitlin's car for that because uh, it was too low at the ground. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, I do have a, a listener comment from last year or last week, Carson. Um, okay. Last week you asked us if we could turn into any sort of Halloween monster. What would it be? Uh, Matt Ooh. was a werewolf. I was a ghost. You chose vampire, and our guest wants I to did. know: Did you choose vampire so you wouldn't have to look at yourself in the mirror anymore? Honestly, I mean, <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn, right to the soul. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. man, I hadn't thought about that, but that is a that is a that's yeah, a I happy not, perk. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not going to uh, to to dox our listener, but that's just the last anecdote I had on my weekly thoughts. That was Casey, um, wasn't it? It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Oh my gosh. All right, so let's go ahead and let's swing into uh, Hot Athlete of the Week. Of course, this is our segment where one of our significant others chooses an off athlete that they think is hot, and then we just get to dig dig deep into them. You know, see who they were, get some stats. Originally, it was supposed to be Carson, uh, is Carson's girlfriend, Reagan, but he dropped the ball. He had two things to do this week one, watch a movie, and two, ask his girlfriend who he thought was hot. He's he batting one, five but not the other. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm still in the Hall of Fame at 500. Thank you. (laughs) Not with two (laughs) at-bats. So um, Alyssa is my wife, and she chose a former Ranger, 
Okay. Was with us during the 2010 and 2011 World Series games. He was our second baseman. Any guesses? Ian Kinsler. Ian Kinsler. That is correct. Ian Kinsler. Ian Kinsler, Ian Kinsler was our second baseman. I'm not a fan of Ian Kinsler. Um, Ian Kinsler always bugged me as a player just because he did one of two things when he was batting leadoff. It was either a home run or a pop out. Always drove me nuts. Um, some quick facts. Do you, do you know who Ian Kinsler is, Matt? Yeah, hell of a defensive player. Yeah, See, I, that's that was always my my problem with Ian Kinsler. And, and, this, and this could be a hot take, but I felt like whenever – as the season went and 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 as he and as he was more secure in his position, he stopped applying himself at at, at playing defense and he he, he started started made, making stu- stupid mistakes because he wasn't applying himself. I will say um, that was a big reason of why we let him go was because he uh, felt like we were trying to replace him with with jerks and Profar, which was the case. Uh, but he wasn't willing to fight for his position. He wanted to be given it off tenure. Um, and anyway, I think he for played me, like I know I know you guys watched him a little longer and yes, he had better batting stats than um uh Adam Everett, but I think I compare him being an Astros fan to y'all as an Adam Everett. He had fantastic defense, very few issues throughout the years minus towards the end um but I think for him he batted well for uh, batted better than Adam Everett according to me but I think for him he always he always was out there playing chess while everyone else was playing checkers in defense because he would get up there and like there would be a pop fly that wouldn't have been an infield fly rule because it would have been far enough out and he would have let it drop at his feet and throw it to throw it to second or throw it to first when say I know Prince Fielder might have been on y'all's team at the time or towards the end of there, but like, yeah, it's a say Prince Fielder play. was on first, but like, yeah, just force the double play. Yeah, and it's a smart he, move to let it drop. He was out there playing chess while everyone else was playing checkers because he just overthought everything, and that's the one thing that I liked about him. He was never on my team, so I never really had to watch him as constantly as you guys did. So like, I didn't nitpick him too much, but like, I think yeah. for me, the this the things that I saw were always on the ESPN highlight reel. Yeah, there was that great moment of him sliding into third, and he fell over the bag. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he played he played with the Rangers for seven years, from 06 to 2013. Then he went to the Tigers for from 14 to 17. Then he went to the Angels for a little bit in 2018. But then um, he did get traded, and we'll talk about that in a second. Did you guys know he he's a World Series champion? On who? Carson, do you know who he won the World Series with? I do not. Okay, he got traded in 2018 to the Boston Red Sox, and he won a World Series with them with I a former Ranger. That. Do you know oh, who that so former the year they is? cheated to? I don't know. I haven't seen any reports on that. Okay. Is that why Alex Cora got fired? He got fired because of his involvement with you guys. I'm sure he did. 100%. Uh, <laughs> anyway, do you know who that other Ranger was that was on that – World Series champion team. I also uh, do, I do, has to be a do not know the one answer of, to this. One of my favorites, Mitch Moreland. Ah. Mitchy, yep. 
Yep, I could have come up with that one too. I love Mitch. Oh, Moore. Mitch. He, yeah, and then he ended up uh, playing with the Padres in 2019, um, but ended up having a herniated disc in his neck that ended his season early. And he ended his career one shy hit, one hit shy of 2000. Oh. Who? Mitch? Sir, serves Ian Lord. Wright. Oh, Ian. Okay. Yeah, no, Mitch Moreland still plays. He actually does play for the, the Padres right now. Um, no, Ian Kinsler has a career hitting uh, or has 1,999 career hits. So you, would, you wouldn't come back to try to get back, get 2,000? I would. I'd have to. I would have. I'd have to. That'd drive me come nuts. Come on. I think, he, I think he's either in their, um, their front office for the Padres or he – I saw something on Wikipedia that he's playing for the Israeli national team because he is Jewish. Did not know that. Yeah, he is Jewish. Did not know that um, at all. He has asthma. Do you guys know he had asthma? No, Did not know that. that. Yeah, he has asthma. Another funny story um, involves his dad. So his dad was a prison warden for a state prison in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Didn't know that. But a his dad was his baseball coach. Um, is that where for, he's from? Yeah, he's from, he's from Arizona. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Arizona. And um, his dad was his baseball coach for a lot of, long time. And when he was 13, they were playing in the championship games for his um, whatever little league or whatever select team he was on. And he was mashing one of the best players on the team, of course. You know, that happens when you're a young phenom. He got benched. He got benched because he rolled his eyes at his dad. <laughs> Sat him on the bench, and they lost because of it. That's some petty shit that I am that totally is... going to try and pull one day. <laughs> yes, if I have a kid, my, if I'm their coach, I'm benching him. 100% Absolutely. Benching him. But Ian Kinsler, I think he's like 5'10". Um, he's a pretty good frame. But, man, I can say this because I suffer from the same thing. My man has big old monkey ears. <laughs> they stick out on the side of his head just like mine do. And every time I get a haircut, they're more prevalent and it drives me nuts. This man has big old ears, and that's the only reason I think my wife likes me is because I have the same kind of ears as Ian Kinsler. Wow. That's a hot <laughs> take. You realize you're a lot darker than him. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing we have in common. And if she comes back, she's already listed two other athletes. I gave her – I said, I just need one. She gave me three. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just hot athletes, hot athletes. Yes, and they all look the same. So next next go around, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Um, for that, we're gonna have to. If, we're gonna if, have to do a at some point down the road. We're gonna have to do a comparison of each one of our significant other. They all like look the same. Athletes. They all look the freaking same. It drives me nuts. Oh no! Here's so far here's the ones the I've gotten mentioned aren't don't look the same. Here's the real question, guys: Is Ian Kinsler hot? In a uniform, no. Outside of uniform, I'll take it. Objectively, a handsome dude. He is very handsome, but. Again, I'm going to let his style of play uh, swayed me. You know, last week it was Jimmy G not liking in and out. This week it's just the way that Ian Kinsler stole third that one game. Okay? Just not for me. The one game he stole third, that's going to be the reason? The <laughs> no, it's just game? a funny It's just a funny gift because he literally like okay. slid face first into it. But I'm, I'm just not a fan of Ian Kinsler. I don't think he's very handsome. And, you know, my wife, the entire time we're dating, she's like, Ian Kinsler's so hot. He's so hot. I'm like, I can, I can beat him up. I can beat him up. Let me, let me at him. Anytime we're at the game, I was like, I'll I don't jump, think I'll you can beat him up. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I think anything I'm else. Taking, guys? I'm taking. I'm taking Ian Kinsler in that fight any day. Ian Kinsler, if you'd like to fight for charity, um, let me know. <laughs> we can set that up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, guys, I think we're coming to the end here. Thank you so much for all the feedback on episode one. We had a lot of fun. Uh, I was looking forward to this all week. I don't know about you guys. I kind of just wanted to record more and more. Um, that might just be me. Who knows? Oh, absolutely not. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm having a blast do this, doing this, and like again, I really appreciate all of our listeners. But at the same time, if no one happens to listen, um, I will also be here with you guys, continuing to record and just shooting the <laughs> shooting the breeze with you guys because you know this is what we did in college and i can't get enough of it honestly yeah it's been a lot of fun yeah thank you for everyone who gave us some pointers and some tips um throughout the week we really appreciate it uh remember to follow us on twitter at odp underscore pod um that way you can keep up with our stupid be tweets. sure and uh, be sure and subscribe on uh on your preferred podcast listening platform oh, as well yes, whether it's a uh, app Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it might be. Yeah, we're on like Google Podcast and Stitcher and a few others too. There's some ones I've never heard of that I might check out. But yeah, uh, like us on those. Subscribe, follow, whatever the um, the appropriate languages for whatever podcast listening service you use. Um, and as always, guys, have fun. Be safe. Make good choices. LOL, lots of love. Don't let the next 15 minutes ruin the next 15 years. And remember, the door's always open. And shout out to Thomas for our outro. He always used to say that to us when we left. Bye, guys. All right. Later, guys. Tell somebody you love them.